we are back on my bench for the first time in quite a while. I put out a little bit of random nonsense uh, from Blackpool last uh, week, I think. And then I think it was a yes, month. Yes, you did. I was watching you. Oh, yeah. Well, it was, you know what? I haven't been to Blackpool. Oh, right. First of all, here is my guest. What are, what are you known as? You've got many, many variants. Are you just ben? Just call me Ben. Yeah. That's your real name. Yeah, that is. No, no Disney assassins are coming out to kill you. Uh, may, maybe when they discover my uh, my my podcast, <laughs> they might well do. <laughs> well, I, I have to congratulate you on your podcast, by the way. It's the uh, Thinking Man's podcast, definitely. I, I just swear a lot, really. <laughs> well, yeah, there is there is that as well. But you do make anything that makes you think. Um, and challenges the norm. I I like I like listening. Well, the thing to. is, the thing is, a lot of people that, that I would listen to, I, I've just given up on because a lot of these people just haven't lived life. Whereas I'm not even thirty years old, and I've lived probably more life than most. So that's where my thinking comes from. Definitely. I mean, the, the keyboard warriors now they all live in their mum's bedroom, spare bedroom, exactly. and and that, that's living through a computer screen or an iPad screen or a. Well, a phone screen, any screen, TV screen. But, well, right, should we crack on with these questions? Yeah, let's do it. Right, now, do not mind bending, but I'm, I think some of the answers will be interesting. Um, did you have a nickname in school? Um, fat boy, mostly. <laughs> have you? Were you always a, a fat boy? Um, some sort of the age of 14, uh, I lost weight up until I was about 18, and then I started getting ill. So um, I put the weight back on, and then I ballooned up to about 25 stone nearly. Wow. And that, how tall are you? Uh, five foot nine. You see, I'm, I'm six foot five, and I, <laughs> I was uh, 21 stone seven. And people yeah. just, and I was a 46 inch waist. And one of the happiest days of my uh, life was in Walmart finding elasticated jeans. Oh, God, Walmart jeans. I'm thinking, oh, these are the most comfortable, wonderful things I've ever wore. Uh, no need for the belt. And they were something like $15. Yep. And I was just like, oh. 40. Now I'm a 36-inch waist, five stone lighter. And all people do is they say, oh, yeah, but you, you're tall, you carry it well. And I say, yeah, I'm tall. That just means I need two extra people on me coffin when I've had an heart attack. Well, too right. I'm now over ten stone lighter, so fantastic! What an absolute. Uh, and I mean, how have you done it? Um, mostly, well, completely all from diet because um, I've got a form of MS, so exercise was out. Yeah. So I had to just um, sort of become extremely self-controlled. Uh, but the point is, I've got, I've got this illness, and it got to a point. It was about just 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 under two years ago now where I was being uh, diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, and I, I got to a point where I was just like, right, well, I've got small children. Do I want to live as many years with them as possible, or do I want to die even younger than I'm going to? That, that's, yeah, and that, that was my moment. Um, I've got two girls, and just the size of me. My ankles were aching when I got out of bed in the morning, my knees... I want to. I want to walk them down the aisle. I want to. You know what I mean. I want to be 
alive as long as I can. I want to spend time with them as much as I can. Exactly uh, right. Uh, you know, you, you take these things for granted until you've got the kids. Yeah, definitely. I mean, two, um, two work friends literally within the last month uh, have lost their wives suddenly. Just well, and I, with kids and, and everything just gone. I had a close friend um, who I used to go drinking with and stuff like that when I was a teenager. And about five years ago, he just suddenly died on a Sunday evening and he was just over 30 stone. Um, he was he was just found. Yeah. And it makes you think, doesn't it? Because well, he it's... wasn't even 30 at the time. Exactly. And whether you believe in God or not, that's another question later on. Um, it, it's, it's a lot of nothing when you're gone. Exactly. You, know, you don't know whether he's there or not until you get there, but whatever. Right, where are you from? I'm from uh, the sunny Eastbourne coast. It's called the Sunshine Coast, apparently, but we barely get any sun here. What's it like? Here? What's it like there? Then have you grown up there all your life, or is it somewhere yeah. a scouser could go for a, li- a little weekend away? Well, I suppose so. We're about. Do you know where Brighton is? Yeah, yeah. We're about a twenty-five minute drive from Brighton. Um, but the, the thing is, you could you could come here for a nice relaxing weekend because we, we're a seaside town. Um, but we called uh, our unofficial nickname is God's waiting room because this is where everybody <coughs> retires to to die. Yeah, I've got slightly older friends in their fifties who are looking to retire down there because yeah. they won't need their central heating as much. And he but that's actually, not true. He actually <laughs> said that. That's not true. You can, you, can, you can tell him that. We get colder than most, actually, here. Heating bills will be less. I just looked no, at the they, ceiling. But they uh, won't be less. So, a uh, strange question, because we're not on the bench, but why are you sitting on this metaphysical bench today? Um, because you messaged me and said, have you got 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I said, yeah. Oh, dear. What did I say? Just give uh, us f- five minutes while I'm finishing off me bacon. Yeah, that's a that's, a, that's a, an acceptable reason to wait. Yeah, it's all in the microwave now, waiting to be consumed by the family when they wake from their slumbers. I'm sitting uh, there. I don't know if you can hear the bird song. I'm in the back garden on our Grace's okay. tram- trampoline. Just the sun is glorious. The birds are singing. Not a cloud in the sky, and I've got a black coffee. Absolutely perfect. I've got an ice cold Coca Cola, and I'm sitting in what used to be our utility room, but I'm now kicking out into my new studio. Is that that Coca Cola? Is that full fat or diet? Of course, it's full fat. Who drinks Diet Coke? Me. Why? I snort the stuff. (laughs) Oh God. Why? Come on, tell me. How? I mean, surely it's full of sugar, and that's bad for you. Absolutely, one hundred percent is bad for me. And uh, a, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and, and b, why would you drink a hollow, fake version of something? Uh, well, it's not alcohol. I know you don't drink. I don't um, drink, no. But I would take that point if it was alcohol-free beer or alcohol-free whiskey, because there's no end game in that. Also, answer me this: Have you ever seen a skinny person drinking diet coke? Um, yeah, well, only when I look in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, right. What was the last movie you watched? Now you're a bit of a movie buff, aren't you? Actually, yeah, I, I am. I think, but I think the last one I actually sat down and watched was um, I went last week to see Hellboy. And have you recorded about that yet? Uh, no, because Nick has not got off his ass to go and watch it. Oh, Nick's got a social life all of a sudden. He picks and chooses, doesn't he? One yeah. week he's a podcast hero, the next he wants to spend time with his family and all that. Freaking selfish. I know, right? I mean, my, mine, mine are in the living room. I've just sort of shut them away. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> mine are all locked in their bedrooms. The doors don't release until 10 o'clock in the morning. And plus, I go on holiday like every six weeks without um, just me time. Well, that's a, that's wonderful, actually. That's a loving, understanding wife, that. Um, that is. What, what is your all-time favourite film, then? Oh, Jaws, 100%. Is it? Yeah. I haven't seen that for 20 years. Yeah. Jaws is the what? best film ever made. Do you know Star Wars? You know, George Lucas went in and touched up the originals, remember? He made them all better. And initially, Did everybody... He? Well, it didn't... It didn't really... It's a movie. <laughs> it really didn't bother me. Um, right. I I enjoyed the fact that he touched up little bits of window here and there. He put a few more extra fighters out in space and whatnot. Fair yeah. enough. The 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 other stuff is a little bit ropey, but little things like that, it didn't bother me. Oh, yeah, we still here. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you. Yeah, you can't oh, wait for two seconds. Sorry. Um, didn't. Bo- it's because George Lucas is listening. Um, it didn't bother me. Absolutely didn't bother me. Could they go in and touch Jaws up? Because it's basically a pencil. They, they have. They did a, a Blu-ray release about four years ago um, where they completely rendered everything up to sort of Blu-ray quality, uh, fixed all the colours. Yeah, that make it look... Um, it looks a lot better. To me, look more like a big floating Johnny. Well, <laughs> the thing is, it does look like a big rubber shark, but... At the same time, it still looks more real than a lot of the CG stuff they put out these days. Yeah. I mean, my big thing is, I think it's Matrix 2, where he's fighting 100,000 Mr. Smiths. Is that his name? Um, and it looks like a PlayStation yes. 2 game. Surely now they could go in and just do a, a touch-up there and put better computer graphics in. Yeah, I, I mean, um, they probably should... But then also they should probably leave those films alone. But I see those films getting rebooted soon anyway. I'd love it. I'm all about it. You see, the, the the very nature of the story, the Matrix is the Matrix is a reboot of a reboot of a reboot of a reboot of the Matrix. So there's so so many stories yeah. that could be told. Oh yeah, I agree. But the the thing is, like, because Hollywood is so unoriginal these days, they'll just reboot the same story. But it's again. dying for a, it's dying for a prequel, isn't it? Three mo- it's, it's 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 dying for something. It's it's dying for some originality chucked at it, and I don't think we'll see that. Hollywood's getting less and less original, but then every so often something just does sneak through and blow your socks off. But for every yeah, but it's never got a decent budget, no- is it? Because nobody will take and a chance. It always on flops it. because nobody will go and see it because no one mm. pushes it. So they're all hidden gems, aren't they? But then Toy Story Four comes out, well, and everyone, every the world is all right. Well, yeah, I mean, it looks okay. It doesn't. I haven't seen enough of it to make a, a judgment call on whether I think it's going to be What's the spoon's yet. name? Spanky the Spoon or something? Oh, Forky, yeah, Spanky. I think. It's, it, 
Because I, <laughs> I think the joke is that he's called Forky, but he's a yeah, skunk. Yeah, that's shit. That. That's a that. That's a yeah. film too far. That's it's crap. But anyway, yeah. um, I suspect I know the answer to this one. Do you have a sports team of choice? Absolutely yeah, not. You'd say that. You just know. I like I'm a train driver, as you know, and I'll get in a, a train cab to go and have a look at a piece of railway, or another train driver will get in my cab to come and have a look at a piece of railway. Um, it's called route learning, so you know that you, you know where you're driving basically. First, first thing right. you say is who's your footy team, and and if <laughs> they say, oh yeah, Liverpool or Arsenal or Everton, you've got something to talk about then. When they say, the thing is, I don't have time for it. When they say, see that, I think that's the helicopter. Um, when they say nothing, it's a long two-hour journey. That I don't support any teams. You like that? Oh, okay. Can you hear that? That's the yeah. Uh, Ambulance helicopter going to Alderay, the kids' uh, hospital. Okay. Flies right over. Uh, who okay. was the last person you swore at, stroke, got angry with, and why? Do you hear that clock? It was my wife. Oh, why? What? What did she do? So, well, <laughs> what did she? Nothing. Do? Pro- That's probably a good nothing. It's, it's, it's like what? What she probably she do? was just existing. <laughs> no, um, she 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 knows how to push my buttons when we're having an argument. So, as oh, wives yeah, do. The, so, my wife is gold. I can paint a room or decorate somewhere, and she'll walk in and find fault in it. Absolutely, all yeah, wives are like that. You don't even know, and I'm like, what? Or you you think? You've got away with it, and you're standing behind. You, you know, you're blocking out a little bit. That's a bit wonky, but you'll find it. Well, it's like I tell you, we'll 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 argue and we'll have vicious arguments about the most mundane things. But then, like, I'll turn around to her like I did two days ago and say, "Well, yeah, me and my friend are going to Disney in three weeks for four days." She'd be like, yeah, okay. well, mine's like that. <laughs> mine's exactly the same. So. But I've got to the point where, where, when it comes to things like that, and I go away every six weeks or so, I, I don't ask anymore. I just say I'm going. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> One day that'll come back and bite you. Absolutely. And I, 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 I'm, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> right. Um, have you got a holiday book this year? Well, I'm going where, three weeks. where is this? To Disneyland Paris. I go every is this six just weeks. A, okay. Have you got a family holiday book this year? Uh, we just went to Butlins, but that was a bloody disaster. So um, we're we're actually looking at, at, at trying somewhere new. Why was Butlins a disaster? Half the resort was closed. Uh, a bunch of the staff in uniform decided it was apt and prudent to shout, swear, and make sexually explicit jokes in front Ooh. of my kids. Yep. Was it some sort of adult entertainment type thing, or were they just milling around? No, it was in a in a in a child's oh. play park. Perfect. Yep. So that didn't go down well. No, it didn't. It didn't go it down well at all. It sort of sets the tone then. For the, it's very hard to get back out of that. Once something like well, that yeah. happens, it's hard to. There's a like a cloud descends over the event or the holiday or the weekend or whatever, doesn't it? Well, yeah, and 
we we sort of still have we they did an, a quote unquote investigation into the incident. They told us that they the, the staff had admitted to doing it. Well, of course they admitted to doing it. They could not admit to doing it really. But then no action appears to have been taken against them, which is pissing me off. Well, it uh, we I mean again on the railway to train an issue. You've got to be really really bad to lose your job. No, I don't, I don't care about them losing their jobs, but they don't. The, 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 the extent of what's happened is, did you do it? Yeah, don't do it again. Yeah, no, do you need to, you know, even if it's a few slideshows or sign some paperwork to say, look, this is, you know, this is, we've educated you. You don't do stuff like this. Sign this piece of paper to say you understood and you have digested that and you're not going to do it again. Um, then they can be disciplined. Then they can be sacked. If they do it again, exactly. And um, you know, we 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 haven't even been offered an apology from the staff members yeah. that did it. It's 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 ridiculous. You know, my my children are, are five and two. My son and daughter. My son's autistic, and it just pisses me off that that they don't seem to care and it's supposed to be a family resort and yet they've done nothing to make it right on our yeah. part either. Well, I'm sure the, well, I'm sure you won't let it go. Whether they decide to do anything is. Oh, they, they know well I'm not letting it go. <laughs> right. Uh, where did you go last year then as a family holiday? Not Disneyland Paris 28 times. Um, well, we went to Disneyland Paris as a family Excellent. holiday. Have you been to yeah. any of the other parks? Uh, yeah, I've been out to Orlando 15 there you times. Know, so you have, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Paris does have a bad rap, doesn't it? It's a lot better these days, but um, she's still got a yeah. long way to go. And is it because of location that it's got it's got the bad rap, or is it because it's compared to the other parks? I mean, I've been to Disneyland Paris twice, and you walk into Main Street, and it's... It's like you are in Magic Kingdom, but a different Magic Kingdom, obviously. But you you still have oh, that moment where it takes your breath away. But then, but oh, then yeah. after that, everything you compare and everything. So Casey's Corner, we went and dropped seventy euros on um, really piss poor hot dogs. Whereas in America, the hot dogs, Casey's Corner. To die for, they're out of this world. The, the, the toppings you can have on them are there. It's a bit of cheese sauce or a bit of tomato sauce, and it's dog, dog shit in a bun. Yeah, yeah it's you know, awful. <laughs> and uh, I'm not a fan of the food at all on the resort. Um, there's a couple of little gems, but um, otherwise, yeah, the food's I mean, awful. The, the one last time we went, it was the Yoda cupcake, if you remember that. <laughs> And the community yeah. is losing their mind over it, this Yoda cupcake. So I went and bought them all for the family. Now, again, when you go to Magic Kingdom or you go to any Disney, Walt Disney World, these cupcakes are as big as your head. It's it's probably th- a 3,000... Yeah, Asda. these Asda's cupcakes that these are selling. Asda fairy cakes, these are. Asda fairy cakes, not cupcakes. These are Asda fairy cakes with a bit of bloody green yeah, icing on. It was diabolical. And how many were, how many in the family Four were there? Four of us, yeah. 
20 euros on four cups. Yeah, right and there. like you say, you can get 20 <laughs> fairy cakes from Asda for a pound. Yeah. For a pound? So the markup <laughs> is astonishing. And it was shit. I mean, yeah. they, these cookies that they're out, they've got out there now, the Chewbacca thing and the, the Yoda thing, I don't know. They might taste like an orgasm in your mouth. I do, don't know. But they look dreadful. I must admit, like the Marvel season started a couple of weeks back. I was there for the launch of that. Um, and some of the new Marvel snacks that have launched are uh, really they... good. And they look oh, good, good as well. I, I just... Like one of them is a Guardians of the Galaxy um, awesome mix shortbread. But it's it looks like a, just a chocolate cassette tape. Um, and it's really well detailed. And then when you bite into it, it's Ooh. shortbread as well. I mean, lovely. the first time we went, we were all modelled. The first morning we went down to breakfast in the... The Cheyenne, and couldn't believe what we seen. There was famous flasks going under the hot chocolate. There was the Tupperwares. Yep. People are making sandwiches, and we were like, "This is outrageous!" Not in a Disney park. <laughs> and and then we went in that day and spent a couple of hundred euros on shite. So the next morning, we yeah. were we were we were with them. We were making our sandwiches, and then <laughs> we were just buying fries to stick on the sandwiches. Yeah, I mean, like I say, the food is just absolutely dire. And I mean, even like the smallest portion of fries you, you could ever imagine is like yeah, four euros. Bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. But, um, yeah, we still love it. <laughs> We're still going back. And, and, and this is coming from, I'm, I'm an official Disneyland Paris ambassador. And this <laughs> there is you go. This. Well, maybe <laughs> you just should start listening to their ambassadors. Uh, I think I suspect the answer to this one. Do you believe in God? Um, there isn't an answer to that question. That's a, I didn't expect that answer. Why isn't there an answer to that question? Because, in principle, no. But then I'm open to the... It's more agnostic than anything else. I'm sort of open to yeah. the idea, but I need to yeah. see some proof. It's. I mean... It, it is strange. I mean, I go to church. I like to spend time in church. It's somewhere where I can clear my mind and focus on things and, and whatever. But the Bible, that, you know, and, and the scriptures and everything that cause... Oh, I don't believe in any of that. Cause wars and killing and all in, the, all in the name of God. These books have been rewritten through history by various kings and queens and uh, for their own agendas. You know, Henry. Absolutely. I well, Henry. What fascinates me the most when you say that, though, is that um, what fascinates me the most about the whole thing is how people. It, it astounds me how people can put such blind yeah. faith in it. It is bonkers, like. It is bonkers, but. Anyway, I think I interrupted. No, no. You. No, no. That's <laughs> it. My, my wife was just waving at me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. It's. Henry VIII rewrote the, the Bible to suit his needs, you know, and and it's it's gone on through all of history. So how how can it be yeah. possibly? Um, I don't, you know, I don't say I don't disbelieve somebody called Jesus walked the earth at that time and did what he did. Whether he did what he did, do you know what I mean? The, all the the stuff they say, all the miracles and everything. Uh, uh... 
but then also, how, how much wine was everybody on well, that, at the time? Well, that was the thing. Everybody was off their frigging key. <laughs> yeah, because that, that was the best thing to drink, because the water would kill you. It was. Exactly. Yeah, so. But anyway, right, what is your job? Um, I have several. Go on. Well, the main one I do at the moment is glass engraving, but um, my qualifications and what I did do up until July just passed um, is I have a degree in business and a degree in finance. So I was doing um, financial advising and economics, but um, it got to a point where I was working so much that I, I work from home as well, but I was just not in the room with my children. So I, so, I mean, that's the dream, isn't it, for everybody to work from home. But if you're uh-huh. ill... Like you are, you know, with your um, MS and stuff, you're not getting paid. So yeah. if if you're taking time out, you know, you don't get sick pay. Don't know. So how do you live in in that situation? Well, at the moment we live off savings because I was earning enough to 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 stick a nice nest egg aside, and it's been nearly a year. Um, but um, I, I also, like I say, I'm, I'm now doing a passion of mine, which is glass engraving, because it's just something I used to do as a hobby, um, glass art, hand hand art. Um, and now I sell it, so and people buy it quite often. That's fantastic. But, because, it, again, working from home is feast or famine, isn't it? So you, you, you've got to work, yeah. to work, to work. You're always chasing the, the, the dollar or, or the pound or whatever. Um, so you, you probably are doing... 70 hours, 90 hour weeks? Um, but the thing is, I didn't have to be doing it when I was working full time. I, I was earning stupid yeah. money. But um, uh, the, the fact is, I did do it because I, I liked earning stupid money. Well, yeah, we do like earning money. Well, I'm, I'm a staunch capitalist and also like I, I was good at what I did. And as far as I'm concerned... Uh, my service is is worth what I decide it is, and I was earning nice money. I constantly it. have to defend myself as a train driver because train drivers are well paid. It, it's why would be, you have to defend because, yourself? Because uh, whether it's other people within the rail industry uh, who earn less than us, or other, uh, I've had teachers snarl. My wife's a teacher. Some of our friends are teachers. Uh, snarling in my general direction and, and stuff like that, the earnings of train drivers. and It just... Yeah, but there's no, it, no... Nobody seems to understand in this country that your service is worth what you decide it is. And when you when you get offered a job, you can negotiate something. Well, you can. Just nobody but ever does. We don't, as, as a, we've got our union to do that. We're, we're members of ASLEF, so exactly. they're the ones who go in and negotiate. And like you say, it's not our fault that we've got good negotiators. But... No, it's not your fault. And also, at the same time, you provide quite a um, vital service to keep this oh, country yeah, moving. without a shadow. Um, it just it, it baffles so you, me. They're going to get pissed off at you, but who, who probably, you, you earn quite good money, I, I understand that, but then you earn piss poor money compared to some borderline illiterate rapist kicking a bit of leather around yeah. the field. There you go, exactly. And I mean, the transport minister, what a what a clown! The Brexit has saved us. 
as as train drivers, Brexit is because this government were they were actually singling out train drivers for all the failings of the rail industry and the rail network. They shouldn't have privatised it in the first place. No, I completely agree. Um, but then at the same time, it's not the privatisation privatization that's been the issue, in my opinion. It's been the mismanagement by the, by the franchisees. Yeah, yeah. By the issue, well, the, the, people, the transport um, departments of transport are issuing the deals and the, the firms and the criteria that they have to meet is, all, is, is often too restrictive so that they can't make enough money so they just hand it back you know often with a two yeah. billion pound loss or whatever you know just absolutely bonkers but absolutely and then you get companies like virgin train to have actually managed their lines quite well but well virgin west coast have we've been still running since 2012 on a technicality basically because we did lose the franchise then um, but we turn in a healthy profit our shareholders are always happy and on the whole on exactly. the whole we provide you know more seats than anyone our trains are more or less on time you can't you can't individual events happen constantly that's why we'll never have automated trains but 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 then what gets me is Virgin Trains, like I say, they, they as, as well as you'd like in this country, or as well as you're going to get at the moment, they, they do it. And they're the ones that are constantly targeted to yeah. in the media. <laughs> you get a, com- a company like First, who are just in, falling through the floor, and uh, you barely ever see them criticised. Yeah, it's the same. It's, it's like the Apple situation, isn't it? Sort of. The, if, if one little thing goes wrong with an Apple device or a loophole or a bug, then it's headline news across the world. But Android, full of yeah. malware and spyware and everything. Yeah, but, but then the thing is, that's because Android is quite yeah. open source and they open, they open out their software and let anybody develop on the platform, whereas Apple are very in-house, are responsible for everything. So they bring that on themselves. Yeah, yeah well, they do, yeah. Right, cracking on. It's been a good interview, this. Um, Where would you be if you weren't here right now? So if you're not talking to me or, Uh, or, you know, money's no object, where would you be? Where would I be? Um, Probably in Tokyo. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. That is bonkers over there. Everything is so... Just so clean, so respectful. Have you seen the, the parades where they all sit down so everyone can see? Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's somewhere that I plan to get within the next sort of year and a half, two years. So money's no object. You're over there now on Main Street. I don't know, even know what time it is over there now. It's coming to the end, they'll be getting ready for the fireworks show. Yeah, Fantastic. about now. There you go. Right. So yep. either you're on death row or there's a big massive meteor coming to wipe out Earth. What is your last meal? You can pick either one of them. It's death Ooh. row or or the meteor, whatever you want. Well, I prefer death row to be fair because then, then at least my kids yeah, aren't dying. Like um, but um, hmm, that's a, that's a good question. Probably like uh. 
honest to god English fry up. English fry up. What well, not not like a mixed grill? Yeah. No, like an honest to god egg bacon sausage fry English bread. fry up. Uh, no, That's it gives me dirty, chest pain. Dirty fried bread. I, I, um, I, God rest his soul, Paul Daniels. I loved Paul Daniels growing up in the 80s. And I random random tweeted right. him. Uh, he's obviously dead now, but a few years ago, what was his favourite tea? And his favourite tea was egg and chips with buttered bread and a cup of tea. How boss is that? It that is boss, isn't it? Freaking put. Just off his head. Um, right. <laughs> now you can ask me a question. I always forget this bit and end the podcast. So. Okay. What is it about. What is it about my. It was, it was I assume, my Captain Marvel interview with uh, with Nick, our podcast. What, what was it about that, that that made you say, this guy needs a podcast? Uh, this guy needs a podcast, i.e. you, because you're interesting. You're, you're not afraid yeah. to speak your mind. And uh, does, I mean, I love Kevin Smith. I love... I I've do. got a bit tired of him at late because I had too much Kevin Smith, but and now he's oh, a vegan. Fucking hell! But um, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Smith is basically the most honest person I know. I don't know, or I listen to, or I associate with, because yeah. he will quite openly. This is a movie director. This is a writer of films. This is a man who moves in them circles and goes into board meetings for funding yeah. for movies and all this. Um, and two hours earlier, he was recording a podcast uh, about wanking off over his wife's arsehole. <laughs> you know, that, that is pure honesty. And does, yeah. I'm only... I'm a version of Craig on podcasts. I'm not full Craig. I'm sanitised yeah. Craig because I'm very conscious that I might drop dead tomorrow and my kids might find my podcasts and go, oh, my God, my dad was a friggin' weirdo. My le- Yeah, well, I hope mine do. <laughs> so, but what I do like about yourself is um, you're very honest, but you can back up what you're talking about with... Facts, and you're not afraid uh, to defend yourself, or well, basically backing it up. People can say a lot of stuff, but then they just they just press the delete button, or you know, uh, especially on Twitter. I I find Twitter to be an obnoxious um, place to have to do business, to have to socialise. It's not a reflection of reality no. at all. I knew Raf. It's like a parody. I knew Rafa Benitez was losing his job at Liverpool before the world, basically, because right. a journalist had come out of Anfield and tweeted about it. And it, it wasn't a specific tweet, but you read between the lines, you knew Rafa was gone. And then the next day, Rafa's lost his job at Liverpool. So for stuff like that, you know, breaking news on the scene, but the way now countries are massaging Twitter to influence mass populations of other countries. Um, uh-huh. But then you've got just at a, at a micro level, you've got individuals who 
can bring, uh, we won't go into specifics, but can bring other people down, can destroy people's lives off one tweet and and just... Yeah. They, they, well, as you well know, without naming names, they tried it yeah, with me. Yeah, and they will continue to try it with you. And they've, I've caused a murder on Twitter in the past, so now I have to scroll through, scroll through, and don't get involved because very quickly it can blow up in your face. I got involved a couple of years ago and the, the person will put a tweet out, you'll react to it, then they do the offended tweet, then all, the, then all their yeah. people rally around them, then they start attacking you, yeah. and v- very quickly yeah. your feed gets full of bile and hatred. And these are all supposed to be people in, dare I say, a caring, loving Disney community, they're some of the most toxic people I've they are I, I completely agree um, and they think they're the but good they guys paint, they then paint a picture that, and turn you into something that you're not I've got yeah. I, I might be a miserable bastard in the house right, but you know what I I, I see myself as a, um, a Jack D type of comedian so I'm a bit dark, I'm a little bit manic depressive but I've got nothing but love in my heart. Do you know what I mean? Well, exactly. And this is what I say to everybody else, right? I will be the nicest, kindest, most helpful guy in the world to anybody until you yeah. attack me. And then the gloves are off. And I don't, I, I, you can censor this word if you, if you like, but then I'm the world's biggest cunt. <laughs> it's a nice word, that. Um, it does it what it says on the tin, basically. Um, yeah. No, I totally agree. So, that's why you have to have a podcast because you have a voice um, and I love the format that you've gone with of list, interacting, engaging with listeners because listeners love engagement. So, Oh yeah, and I want to bring listeners on as well um, because I, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a sharing kind of guy and if we can laugh at things together. Yeah. I mean, I, I discovered podcasts in 2009, basically. It was maybe 2008 when Ricky Gervais had his podcast and, and that was a thing. But then I come back from Walt Disney World clinically depressed because I had just been to the happiest place on earth for my once-in-a-lifetime holiday. And I was probably never going back. And I went on iTunes, typed in Walt Disney World, and all these podcasts appeared. And I was like, what? And... The, the two yeah. I remember of the day were Iron Orlando and Disney Brit. Um, and I was able to interact with them and they would read out my fucking ramblings. And, and it was yeah. like, I was, I was walking around with celebrities. All of a sudden I was, I was famous. I was somebody because these podcasts were uh, mentioning a, an email I'd sent into them. Couldn't believe it. Uh, so I love that. I mean, I love what we've done with the podcast network. I love that we've brought listeners in as podcasters now. Um, there's something on the network for everybody. I personally listen to every single podcast. Part of that's quality control just for my own peace of mind. But it's because I love consuming podcasts. I, I am the yeah. ultimate podcast listener. I wish I had hours in the day to listen to more, but um, I yeah. just don't. 
Well, I, well, I retreat into here because this is sort of, uh, we're, we're decking it out as my recording studio and my engraving studio, so a multi-use room. Yeah. Um, and I retreat into here when I do my work and I just shove my headphones yeah. in and listen. That's oh, fabulous. I, we have podcasts. I have podcasts on in the kitchen while I'm cooking. Um, while I'm riding my bike, I'll have one earphone in. When I get to London, um, I'll go for a two-mile walk. So there's like 40 minutes and... Have have you listened to my second I listened episode? to it this morning whilst I was cooking bacon. <laughs> oh dear! Oh. I was a, I was on a on a bit no, of a rant. And exactly, that's what it's about. Do you know what I mean? It's it's wonderful. They've got a they've got a right to be there. People have got a right to protest, but there's a. Oh, people have got a right to right to protest, but what they don't have a right to do is disrupt yes. ambulances. They don't have a right to disrupt people going about exactly. their everyday lives. Um, that bit of it, it, you know, if if the Heathrow stuff had been allowed to fester, imagine if you, you've saved up your once-in-a-lifetime holiday to Florida or anywhere, and yeah. you get to the airport and it's been closed because these twonks are doing what they're doing. Because these people who have never, I guarantee you, ninety percent have never held a job in their lives, right? And uh, they, they 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 don't contribute to society in any way, shape, or form. But they're going to destroy your holiday and attempt to tell you how to live when you definitely probably do contribute. Exactly. To and they, they are full time protesters. Next next week they'll be yeah. protesting on behalf of child labour or or something else equally horrific. Um, but that's just what they do. Yeah, and I'll be doing it in the wrong country yeah. again because they, they, we're an easy target. Cause Can you imagine touch. if they all flew into China and started protesting in China? Uh, as, as I said on the podcast, the only thing that would happen to them is the police would get their batons out and crack the fucking skulls. <laughs> At best. Peace, man. We love it. Peace, Mother Earth. Is... Oh! <laughs> oh, but that's yeah, what would happen. there would be outrage then. All up. Well, yeah, and I—I uh, I mean, there would probably be rightful outrage, but we're a soft touch, and we—I'm we, not saying we should crack their skulls, but I'm not saying our police should be caught on camera dancing with them. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, that's 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 mental. Fair enough. Yeah, it's pathetic, it, Mr. Policeman. But there's certain things you just don't do. I get you can do it at you can do it's it at pathetic. the Notting Hill Carnival. I'll let you do that. Yeah, yeah, but oh, but, but our our police are now too busy either getting public relations opportunities like this or policing mean yeah. words on Twitter. That is their well, job, yeah. definitely. Or eating butties in a car, right? I'm going to yeah. wind this podcast up. So tell everybody okay. how to reach out. I'm going to put your RSS feed in the show notes as well, so people can okay. click on it. Um. Well, it depends what what you what you wanna um, what you wanna hear. I, I'm a disabled Disney ambassador, and you can find me at um, at disabled YTC. The word disabled YTC for my Disney stuff, um, or you can find me at Pod SSDD for this, uh, which my pod is called uh, podcast is called Same Shit Different Day, and uh, basically all I do is rip into news. And it's very good, I have to admit. I lo- I'm loving it. Oh, absolutely. I love uh, that we've got a current affairs section of the network. 
I wouldn't call well, it that. It's, it's more current <laughs> affairs than uh, some of the others. But we've got breaking bollocks and what was it, bollocks what was it? report, and, and now we've got the same. What was it I reported on in, in episode one? You sent me, was it an, an army, army of turtles? turtles uh, that a Floridian yeah. man was going to wreak havoc on his enemies. <laughs> Fantastic. Real current yeah. affairs there. <laughs> so, uh, I end this podcast by saying, get off my bench. So if you want to say it, I will hang up immediately and publish immediately. So you knock yourself out. Get the fuck. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.